0: Today's Ag Spotlight episode is sponsored by Coolers. Make every day a cool day for your cows. The Coolers system allows you to control the cow's environment 24-7. For more information, go to NorthAmericanAg.com and find them in the Industry Connect section. Hi, and welcome to the North American Ag Spotlight. I'm Chrissy Wozniak. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with the president and founder of Farm Tank and AgSWAG, He's devoted to connecting Wall Street with agriculture, and he grew up in a small farm community outside of Kansas City, Missouri. I'd like to welcome Jordan Van Trump. Welcome, Jordan, and thank you so much for being here.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. It's happening, guys.
0: So what's your background? How did you, uh, uh, what brought you to this place?
1: Well, I guess I am don't have a huge long story. I'm only 25, so played baseball growing up. Uh pretty good ball player got a scholarship to Kansas State University. I was gonna go play there and then uh, decided I didn't want to play in college and I wanted to pursue the uh, more of a uh, scholarship path in college and be a lawyer. So I got into law school at UMKC. Wow. And then decided now nah, I'm good. I don't want to be a lawyer anymore. <laughs> um, and my dad was just like, well, you can go to school and be a lawyer. Or hell, you can try to start your own businesses and whatnot. So I went down the path of, I uh, worked under him for about six months to a year and kind of branched off on my own, started my own businesses and got ag swag going. Um, I got another company called Vantrump Farms. We do a lot with uh, ag tech startups, helping them get through the farm gate and uh, show their emerging technology. We work with a company called Holganics. Um, We got on quite a few acres with them. They're biological. Do stuff with uh, Benson Hills, non-GMO soybeans. Working with a new company now called Autonomous Pivot. They do, uh, doing like a bunch of AI pivot stuff. It's pretty cool. Um, And then there's another partnership we just formed with uh, Pattern Ag. They're out of California and they're doing some pretty crazy stuff in the fields to where they take soil samples after harvest in the fall. And they can predict like soybean nematode and whatnot, the next growing season. And wow. then uh, I guess my first venture was farm tank. I started, which started as podcast and I've now got back into the podcast and we've reached recently launched a uh, daily newsletter. So that's kind of where I'm at now, but worked on the farm growing up, been around ag basically my whole life and met a lot of great people. So
0: that's awesome. Yeah. you've You've got a lot going on for sure. And I'm a Farm Tank subscriber um, and fan. Uh, I really love the quick analysis of the market and how you break down what's going on in the world, and how the world impacts egg, and the, how egg impacts the world. So I think that's always really interesting, and 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 it's quick bites, so it doesn't take all day to read it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so can you tell me more about Farm Tank and kind of what the purpose is?
1: Yeah, the purpose is we kind of so we started it. Well, I guess it got started way back when um my dad and a few of his friends started it and it was i guess i was still in high school at the time and it was a spin-off of shark tank they were going to do uh ag tech investments wow. basically the same as farm uh, shark tank but with Ag. nothing really happened with it um i got out of school and i was ready to run with my own thing and they're like hell i got this farm tank thing if you want to do something with it and they were like, yeah, do a podcast next week. Just start there. And there, there I went. I started oh, that's with so pod- cool. <laughs> Started doing podcasts every week. And uh, we were gaining some decent traction, but we were having a tough time monetizing it. And I was, I had the Van Trump Farm thing and Ag Swag going. And I was starting to see some profits on that side. So I scaled back the farm tank. And um, we started getting a lot of other newsletters. And we're like, hell, there's uh, nothing like this in Ag. and. Mm-hmm. Axe such a huge part of the world and how the world moves. I mean, our theory is always in life, real estate and uh, agriculture can't mm-hmm. really go wrong. Yeah, that's <laughs> everyone right. Everyone needs heat and everyone needs shelter. So,
0: yeah, um, absolutely, good point. We've been
1: studying a lot of newsletters lately, and we kind of came up with the theory of uh, connecting agriculture with Wall Street, and we're seeing a huge gap, which is why we used to have the Ban Trump Conference every year. We Mm -hmm. recently changed it to FarmCon taglines reviving rural America. And what we've seen in rural America, we go around and speak through all these small towns and just the businesses that have gone out of business lately and the people that have gotten strung out on drugs. And it's just not good. And a lot of people in the urban areas don't really understand what's happening in the rural areas. And we're seeing the same on the rural side, not understanding what's happening in the urban areas. So I guess farm yeah. paint kind of started to bridge the gap, wanted to be a super fun newsletter. Um, something people look forward to reading brightens their day and just short, like 10 minute read. I mean, you can get into it as much as, I guess, probably 30 minutes if you really dug through it, but mm-hmm. just something quick hitting into the end the day off. And just like you said, just a quick summary to yeah I guess, keep people in the loop.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's awesome for anybody that doesn't subscribe, go and do it right now. Cause it's, it's great. It's a really good hit of information. Um, so, you know, talking about the market a little bit, following along with what's been going on, seeing the supply chain breakdowns happening since last March, can you kind of give like a high level recap of what's happened and what's really important to consider when we look back
1: on as far as uh corn and beans or.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat>
1: Yeah, I mean, we're just – the supply chain, I guess, it kind of just went down to the railroads is what we're seeing in a lot of these commodities, just transporting them. Uh, Obviously, Brazil's had a horrible year down there, which has played Mm -hmm. a huge part but on the uh, drought side of things. But on the supply chain side, it's the railroads, and hell, I see it now with – the crazy part is I got the ag swag business, and I can't (laughs) get uh, hats or T-shirts or – people are like, well, what's the deal? I'm like, well, I mean, we, we all work in ag. We, I mean, hell, we can't even get corn or beans moved anywhere or lumber moved anywhere. And the problem was when everything shut down with COVID, everything just got way backed up. Mm-hmm. And then that's where we're seeing the prices with lumber just through. Yeah, the roof. That's it. yeah, it's, it's all in the supply chain and every, all the commodities are going that way because of the supply chain. I mean, weather problems and Brazil are playing a part too, and we're seeing that even with coffee right now hitting highs, yeah, five-year high. That,
0: that so. article you did on Friday about about the coffee was really interesting, and yeah. and and Brazil, yeah. It, who I didn't even know Brazil impacted us so much.
1: Yeah, yeah. They're, until this year, they're growing state. So, um, but they've based like a lot of their infrastructure around ag, mm-hmm. like similar to how China does a lot of manufacturing. Yeah. Brazil's, Done a lot of their infrastructure lately around agriculture and growing. They want to be the number one producing country, I guess. Mm-hmm. In the world.
0: Well, they need some rain. <laughs> they,
1: <start competing laughs> they need some rain. So yeah, and then yeah, they're getting. Uh, and then a lot of the specialty crops are seeing a lot of issues now too with uh, the droughts out in California. So
0: mm-hmm. yeah, that's crazy. Uh, and you know, you just mentioned China as well, and they're the the largest importer of ag products. Um, so where are they fitting into not only the market but also with the supply chain breakdowns that we're seeing?
1: Well, yeah, they got the barges going on with all that, um, everything mm-hmm. on the boats, and then oh, they just need stuff to feed people is yeah. the main thing, and they're getting rid of hogs. And I just saw the day I'm running it today in Farm Tank. They're actually uh letting couples have three three kids now. So Oh wow. Interesting. So I'm guessing that is. Um they came out with that news. Hmm. Um So I'm guessing they're probably going to need more food, but they're, they were trying to do the buy from Brazil for the longest time with the import stuff and all that. But Brazil really doesn't have much to buy. So Mm
0: -hmm.
1: they're forced to buy from us and that's, that's driving a lot of prices up too. I mean, we saw that last week when we started, we were trended down a little bit and then we got confirmation on export sales Thursday that China was still buying. And I'm guessing the funds, the funds are what's moving the market a lot right now. And they started buying again. I think they just tapered back buying for a while because there just wasn't a whole lot of new headlines.
0: I see. Yeah. And um, so with corn and soybean prices so high, I know I've been thinking, you know, farmers are initially going to have more cash. So what do you think they're going to be spending it on?
1: (laughs) Who knows with them? I mean, (laughs) lake houses and boats and planes. I (laughs) I mean... I don't know what they're gonna be spending on I don't know if they're gonna be trying to expand their operations um land prices are high um mm-hmm. got a lot of I think land prices are can continue to shoot up with a lot of this fractional investing we have going on in the space um I'm doing a podcast tomorrow with uh it's called farm together um there's a few other platforms like it like acre trader they do a lot of it um they've mm-hmm. been while i'm good friends with them they're down in fayetteville but uh yeah this farmland finder's got a lot of money behind them they're out of california and they're basically bringing we've seen it happen in collectibles and like people buy uh i do a lot of it now with like sports cards like the five million dollar sports cards you can put like 500 bucks in it and just get shares wow, wow
0: that's crazy they're
1: doing the same with farmland
0: huh. and
1: what, and I'm assuming once it starts to get popular, similar to these sports cards, this fractional stuff drove the price of these sports cards up because oh, right. everyday investors or just typical normal people can throw 500 bucks at it. And you got 500 bucks with 500 investors. I mean, the price is just obviously going to go through the roof. And Right. I think it's, and then these, uh, like a trader and farm together, they're advertising in all these, uh like Ritz Management, like a lot of these Wall Street, New York money type newsletters.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm assuming these people are going to start investing in farmland because all they got to do is send 5,000 bucks in and they got ownership of this land. They may never get to see the land. They do nothing with the land. Wow. Because the uh, platforms pay to take care of all that stuff. and. Mm-hmm. So I'd imagine prices go up with that, but I don't know what uh farmers are going to do. I would assume maybe just try uh they're going to have a lot more margins to try new technology.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point.
1: That that's going to be a plus, I think. Um try different seeds, try different biologicals. Um a lot of a lot of new stuff in the marketplace, so I mean, we see that. That was a big problem we had when prices were just so low, the margins just weren't there to yeah. try a lot of that stuff and I don't encourage any means by a lot of producers to have tons of technology on the farm because there's only so much you can do. And mm-hmm. I mean, the name of the game is maximize profitability. Yeah. And if you're, if you got 20 different technologies coming in and you're only getting a dollar breaker and you could cut some of that back and make double that, I don't see why you wouldn't. So.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. At first I was thinking it was going to be heavy equipment, but you know, I was talking to somebody at Ag Direct a few months ago, and he talked about the shortage of new equipment because of the whole supply chain, you mm-hmm. know, cropping out, and then and then after that, that led to the clearing out of all the used equipment too. Yeah. So yeah, so I I I think that's great. The you know AI and and different seeds that yeah, you could be dead yeah, on there.
1: Yeah, with like Benson Hill doing a lot of stuff. Um, like they're they're going public here pretty soon via SPAC, and we sell a lot of their non-GMO soybeans. And I think they believe, they, they create the actual seed itself and the hybrid itself for all these seed companies. So, Wow. Um, but they, I think they believe moving forward, the farmer is going to be, each individual farmer is going to have a specific seed, like mm-hmm. instead of like, this is what you get to pick from over at Vex, uh, like this certain seed varieties. It's like, no, like the seed company itself is going to develop a seed for your specific farm.
0: Wow. So, that's cool.
1: Like, yeah. Instead of like picking from these four seeds, it's like, no, like I have this seed cause I'm growing it for McDonald's and they want it for this. Like mm-hmm. that, that, that's how it's probably going to go down. Um, you're obviously going to have your number two yellow corn guys, but I think that divide's going to, Continuously start to split, and we're seeing it a lot more in the space. Like people growing, like just with we work with Chipotle, um, helping them get some acres for rice. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And Chipotle is like, no, this is the rice you're growing. It's not like really rice and sell it to us. No, it's like Mm -hmm. no, you're selling this seed. You're this specific strand of rice for us, or don't grow the rice. They're obviously paying huge premiums, but yeah, that's just how it's going down. Wow, or even you can take it. it's gonna work that way, or we got a lot of farmers that kind of have like their own specific strands like that, and they're selling that direct to the marketplace. but that's how they market. That's how it's like getting a one up. I mean, you know with a marketing background so
0: that's that's cool. So with high you know high corn and soybeans that's that's awesome. Um, but that's also obviously a rise in feed prices. So what are you seeing with livestock then with livestock prices because of that?
1: Well, I mean, cattle's not seeing as much action, but hell hogs have hit 52 week highs two weeks in a row now. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't see a huge issue with it, but I mean, the cattle side, I think could see a little bit of a hit, but it's the same with. input prices on the corn and soybean side I mean mm-hmm. if they were locking that stuff in when they should have been last year and executing the uh, opportunities then they should be in decent shape right now I mean yeah. moving forward I mean if they got enough to get them through this year then stay patient it's my thought and yep. wait for prices to maybe go down a little bit I mean mm-hmm. you can probably start I mean obviously I think there's room for it to run to the upside with weather
0: mm-hmm. still
1: weather concerns here in the U.S. but I mean, you can shed a little bit of risk off the board, but yeah, I mean, that side of things is just staying on top of it on the input side, similar to, I mean, a lot of these uh, producers now, I mean, on the Van Trump report side of things, we're all about risk management. Mm -hmm. Hell, I mean, yeah, we, we left a lot of money on the table, but I mean, a lot of these farmers just ran into a lot of this money because they don't reduce risk as the season goes on. Yeah. I guess that's lucky in a way, but that, that's how they do it every year though, for a lot of guys. But
0: yeah,
1: I mean, it comes down to execution and having a plan and
0: yeah, I think right. people on
1: the hog side will be in fairly good shape just because prices are so high mm-hmm. for hogs right now. But.
0: I think yeah. What has- do you think is going to happen with the, um, the hog processing line issue? Do you think, do you think it's actually going to get slowed down or what do you, what do you think is going to happen there?
1: I don't, I'll be honest. I don't know much on that front. I don't have <laughs> a lot of information on that front, but. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah. I could see that having, having obviously a big impact on prices if
1: obviously yeah, if supply's low, right. But, but I don't know if it's going to happen, not happen. I don't, yeah. I don't know a whole lot of people on the hog supply chain side of things. Right.
0: Yeah. I don't get
1: a lot of that info. So mm-hmm. I guess I'm just kind of more into the markets itself and the way the prices are moving with the hogs. Yeah.
0: And so in your opinion, where are we going? So where is this market all, you know, look into your crystal ball for us. (laughs) What do you think is going to happen? Like 12 months? What are you thinking?
1: Um, I mean, if I knew I'd probably just be chilling on the beach right now and not be on this podcast, I'd just be trading.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um,
1: I think we probably continue to push higher. I mean, why not? Yeah as it looks now, I mean, with the cards unfolding, I mean, I think there's there just a few more cards to show on the weather side of things mm-hmm. with the grains. And I think we could push the all time highs. Um, wow. You think so? I think so. Um, mm-hmm. Especially with the stuff happening in Brazil right now and all the supply chain issues. Um, I don't see that getting resolved anytime mm-hmm. soon. It doesn't seem like so. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just going to come down to people executing when prices are high. And I mean, you're, we're going to have these swings because the funds are going to, the funds are pushing a lot of this stuff and it's a sexy story right now. Mm-hmm. For them. I mean, you don't see these stories very often in commodities. Yeah. They're going to, yeah. they're going to swing these things around. I mean, right. I mean, today I think corn, last time I looked, we were about limit up on corn. Soybeans were up 40 cents today.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, wheat was up close to 40 cents today. I mean, we're seeing yeah. these massive swings and I think one day I put in there, I can't remember the exact numbers, but I mean, a lot of these producers are seeing over a million dollar swings in one day, which is wow. crazy.
0: Yeah. That, wow. That's that's crazy. And, yeah.
1: One day you wake up, you, you're up a million bucks. The next day, your limit down, you're down a million bucks. Wow. We, we were working with some guys the other day and uh, we told them to make some wheat sales and uh, they call us back a couple of weeks later and they're like, Hey, uh, the guy never put the sales in for us. And it ended up being like, it only was a couple of weeks later, but I think they missed out on like $150,000. Oh, wow. Yeah. So,
0: oh, that's crazy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. So what, what do you think though? On the, on the other hand, how's this going to affect the end user? Like what's going to happen with consumers? if Everything's keep just rising. What's going to happen?
1: same thing with inflation with everything happening right now i mean i see i see it even happening on uh, as little as like the xwag side of things i mean i got a couple bills from my guys uh i got some really cool leather patch hats i do that are made with real leather
0: Hmm.
1: and um, my invoices were a lot higher i noticed i'm like hey when did you guys start rising prices and they're like geez man like we're we're over here like pulling teeth to get leather right now and prices are shooting up. So, I mean, we got wow, even it. leather, huh? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Even leathers, yeah. higher. um, a lot of like, a lot of the things I buy on that side of things are higher just because, uh, like the polos is because of cotton. And mm-hmm. I mean, you see it in the grocery stores now, even with like chicken, chicken is like crazy expensive right now for yeah. what's been. And I see ground beef prices even moving up and I think it just continues to move up. It's all supply and demand at that point. I mean, how mm. bad do you want it? Who wants to pay for it? Right. Yeah. So yeah,
0: good point for sure. Mm-hmm. So where can people find you and subscribe to farm tank?
1: They can, they can just go to farmtank.com. Uh We got a Twitter, a lot of, we got a decent amount of following on Twitter. We do. Uh, I think a lot of people like we do a tweet of the day and the van Trump report and like, feature just random people that got funny tweets out there cool tweets nice and we shot them shot them back out on twitter yeah people follow that but yeah just farmtank.com and there's a little name at the top just put your name and email in and you're good to go signed up and you'll start getting emails daily podcasts all that fun stuff
0: that's great so I have one last question for you what fires you up what gets you out of bed in the morning
1: I don't know I'm, I'm a big just goer I just like to go and yeah get stuff done. I just got done with, uh, I guess not too long ago, but started 75 hard at the beginning of, uh, the new year. And it's a program. You work out two times a day, follow a diet, can't have any cheap meals, can't drink any, um, what else is there? You got to read a certain amount of day, a certain amount of day. Yeah. Like it's like, I was basically up at like six and Full bore, ready to go uh, till about ten o'clock at night. Just wow, really busy. Yep, weekends everything.
0: Wow. Um, and what is that called again?
1: It's called seventy-five hard. But huh. I guess I kind of got uh, What makes me go is I. I think I got a small case of ADHD, and I can't sit still very long. So
0: yeah. Oh, I hear you.
1: <laughs> I'm always doing something. But
0: yeah, that's good. Keeps life lot, interesting,
1: to, right? Yeah, similar to a lot of the farmers I work with, and yeah they're always, they're always getting their hands into something and starting new businesses. And I don't know, I kind of, I guess I, I like, uh, what gets me going is I chase the journey, I guess, more than anything. I, I kind of yeah. just like the process of building stuff out and you mm-hmm. what happens, helping people out. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's great. So thank you so much for joining me. Um, there's just so much happening in the world right now. So I really appreciate the analysis and you know, the analysis on, on farm tank every day. And thanks to everyone else who's watching and or listening. If you want more information, all the links are provided in the show notes. And don't forget to subscribe to North American Egg Spotlight on YouTube. And podcast is available on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Amazon, wherever you listen to podcasts. So make sure you subscribe. And uh, and thanks so much.
1: Yep, appreciate it. Call me if you ever need anything.
0: All right, have a great day.
1: Yep, see you. Bye.
0: Thanks so much for listening to today's Egg Spotlight episode where we put the spotlight on people and companies doing great things for the agricultural industry. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, or on your favorite podcasting platform, and give us a five-star review. You can also follow us on YouTube and Rumble to see the video version of Ag Spotlight. Also, head on over to NorthAmericanAg.com to subscribe to our Industry Connect update newsletter. If you're interested in advertising opportunities, email us at connect at NorthAmericanAg.com. Thanks for listening. Fastline Auctions, your trusted platform for hassle-free, cost-effective farm equipment auctions. Visit fastline.com for more information. You can join us for a tour of the Fastline Auctions platform July 13th at 6:30 p.m. To register for this webinar, go to northamericanag.com/fastline-webinar. That's northamericanag.com/fastline-webinar to register now.